A spirit is nothing more than a person without a body, so they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist. Angels don't exist. Demons don't exist. My friends, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around. But you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. You see, redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought it was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the new age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Live Wednesday night here with you from Las Vegas, Nevada on the UMO 21.8 Amplitude Network and streaming worldwide on UMO TV on YouTube. You are tuned in to the Wednesday night live house party. Oh, my goodness. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because you are with the one and only. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. 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 
With your one and only, your yeah. yeah. blue. What you gonna do now? Got a bit of motivation, huh? Yeah, now comes a real song. Oh, come on, you know you gotta sing along with it all the time. Let's do it. Ah. Rising up, straight to the top. Got the guts, got the glory. What the distance now? I'm tired of the top. Just lost half our audience oh, there. No, the other half is deaf, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, man. Guys. My goodness, guys. Thank you for tuning in worldwide, whether you're on UMO 21.8 Amplitude Radio Network or you're on UMO TV live on YouTube and Twitter. However it is, man, thank you for tuning in. Wednesday night house party here with you, whether it's day, night, or wherever it may be. Thank you for clicking and listening to us. This is your host, your boy Blue with... DJ No Flow. No Flow right now, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. We know what we're going to do before we go any further. Proclaim right now. All right. You know how it is. All right. You know the rules here. You know what the, you know what the, the, this uh, deal is here. Uh, you got to proclaim. You got to set it straight. You got to let everybody know where you stand, what you stand for, and who you stand for. Very Absolutely. simple. Absolutely. Very simple there. And again, you got to set the boundaries there. So when you set the boundaries at the beginning of the day, you set your day right. You set your day right there so that you uh, know uh, what's going to happen. That's you right. know that you've established God has ordained your footsteps. Why? Because you've established that God is going to be leading you. God's going to be working on your behalf. Why? Because God has been has re has re has redeemed you there. So we're going to declare that now in Jesus' name. Again, no matter where you're going, where you've been, or where you are at this moment, Jesus is Lord. Lord. Now, I want everybody out there in radio land or internet land to say this again with me. Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord. Okay? There you go. That's how it is. And... We've established that, so now God in heaven and Satan in hell know what your boundaries are, and you're going to live your life by that. 
in case anyone wants to know why we do that not only is we're establishing what this show is based in but we're also letting you know that irregardless of what we talk about tonight today wherever you may be we are establishing the fact that he has victory okay you may be going through something you may be dealing with something who knows we don't know you call in we can talk about it we can minister and fellowship about it but in ultimately in the end jesus has victory in your life and in our life because you may bless with something we don't even know about so we encourage that tonight is an open forum show it's just the 50st boys tonight and whoever wants to join in chime in to our baseline our message whatever we go to you're more than welcome to do that no flow give them the number you mean the one that's on the piece of paper on the back of the computer yeah here. the one that you can't remember no matter what i do <laughs> <laughs> well there you go all right so it's umolv.com number is 833-586-6218 give us a call we want to hear what you've got to say uh even if it doesn't agree with us whatever it is uh, all right just uh you know call us we want to hear from you let us know what you think and we'll discuss it see in the beginning of that he's asking me what that paper says on the back of my screen so you know what happens instantly crickets ah what <laughs> see i'm talking about see i'm telling you right there <laughs> oh yeah okay right oh right. my gosh and so, you guys if you guys want to call in just let nofl know that crickets exist in his head do so <laughs> okay all right oh my goodness just for that i'm gonna just for that i'm gonna go ahead and i am going to really get that jeopardy button ready because oh, in our baseline man. i'm gonna uh, roast you yeah. all right before the show just to let everybody know oh by the way uh, did we say hello to everybody in youtube everybody out there on youtube land twitter land the camera's on we are live right now over the waves i know that there are a couple people watching us right now. Oh, we got to mention these people. They okay. did something awesome for us. So, number one, I'm going to mention my wife, Lucille. She's watching us live right now. Thank you. Love you, baby. Appreciate your viewing us. Okay, that's the first and foremost. Second, here we go. I, I've been thinking about this all day, resting my mind on this, so I'm going to talk about it. We got super blessed. Okay. Yes, we did. We got super blessed. Actually, No Flow found it before I did, you know, ironically. He found it before I did. He gave me a call or he texted me. He called me. He call, I called you. He called me because texting is like, takes forever. He calls me and he says to me, <laughs> "No flow is not a, a very, very uh, prominent texter. He don't. He don't. He's not prompt with it." I think sometimes it's easier to go ahead and send smoke signals to me. Yeah, at this I might get at, back a, a sooner. At this point, at his. Yes. At his okay. So anyway, bottom line is, is that he sent. He called me and says, "Guess what I found? I'm like, what's that? You need to check this out." And it was on Instagram. Um, it was Rise Up Youth Ministry, which is the youth ministry yep. of my father's house church here in Las Vegas. It was a, it was a portion of their ministry, a Rise Up Youth Ministry, who did a video, a short video, and was wearing our UMO Amplitude T-shirts. Our very own UMO LV Amplitude T-shirts. T-shirts. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they were they were rocking the T-shirts. They did a little. It was it began with like a little Papa John's promo, and then it had uh, fifty cents. Uh, uh, PIMP beat to it, which was really, really cool because that's what's modern in today's society. So I, I applaud them for mixing stuff together to get attention. I applaud you for that. I applaud you for using UMO because we are an open station. We don't play just Christian music. We play music of urban content. So it was a beautiful thing under the 
the video it thanked us for playing good music and holy spirit music which is absolutely phenomenal mm -hmm. so i know who that came from and i know who those kids are so much love and thanks to henry and his family henry rodriguez and his family oh, henry is such a uh, man of god he supports the umo lv and umo radio network you know he's genuine you know and it's hard to find genuine supporters nowadays uh, out there, you know, you can say one thing or do another. It's, it's 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 almost it's so contagious. But when you find someone who supports and puts material out there and puts different things out there and shows you, mm -hmm. literally shows you that you are important. Yeah, that went miles in my in my book. I tell you, when I found that there, it was kind of ironic how we how I found it. I was just going through Facebook Reels. You know, just uh, just going through, I'm <laughs> seeing all these group, all these other uh, reels there of uh, people that I don't know, and and on, to be honest with you, there I didn't even look at it first. I mean, when it uh, when it came across there, I didn't see that it was from Rise Up Youth Ministry, but then I saw I saw our shirts and I went, oh wait a minute, that's Eli, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. you know Joe, uh, uh, Joseph, uh, or Jojo, and uh, and uh, Logan, and see. Uh, you know, and then I went, oh, wait a minute, that's from your Rise Up Youth Ministry. And then and then I saw that they gave a shout out to us. So I, I, I want to put something out there that's very important for people to know. OK. If you're doing something for the ministry and you're genuine, OK, if you're you're spirit filled and you're genuine doing something for the ministry, you should be at no short of supporting those who are doing the same thing. OK, we're all trying to reach for the kingdom. All of us, different ways, different music, different directions, different shades, but we're all trying to reach for the kingdom. Okay, the ultimate goal is to give people Jesus. Ultimate goal is not to make a profit off the ministry. The ultimate goal is to get the word out there, whether it's this station or another station out there doing pure, you know, hearted music or talk or conversation or whatever it is. Okay, it is. The ministry that we're focused on so when you don't get that when you don't have that when people seem to not want to bend that way and say you know uh we're cool with you but we ain't cool with you i get i tend to wonder where people's hearts are because there's nothing wrong with spreading the gospel so spirit-filled Irregardless of the music, irregardless of who's saying the message, God anoints who he wants to anoint. Okay, your, your title doesn't make you anointed. Your heart makes you anointed. I don't care if you're a pastor, deacon, priest, evangelist, usher. I don't care who, what title is put on you. Your heart makes you a minister. Because all a title does is put you on a platform. That's all it does. You're, and in my in the way I grew up, those platforms had accountability, had distinction, had a responsibility. So if you're out there and you hold a title, hold an office in the ministry of the Lord, in a house of the Lord, you got to check your heart. Are you there because you're doing it? Because you feel you've been called to it and you got pushed into it? Or are you doing it because you really love the Lord? You really want to serve his people. You really want to be a loving person. Think about that. 
There's just too many people out there doing it for the wrong reasons. They're infiltrating. They're pushing narratives. They're, collect they're, they're counting the money. They're doing these things, and their heart isn't in it. They're just doing the actions because they feel that they have to. You get what I'm saying? Do you, are you following me? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. You know, I, um, I'll, I'll say this year that uh, if anybody ever uh, questioned me about whether I did some, whether I was doing this uh, ministry for uh, money, uh, let me, uh, you know, if any, if I was ever approached with that question, there, I will tell you this one thing: I've been, I have been ministering since I was 18 years old. All right. That means when Noah walked. No, that was... Yeah, you were walking around with pom-poms and little over-the-shoulder garments. <laughs> no, I'm not that old there, but I was around when Moses showed up yeah, on the well, scene. That's, that's, before, okay. that's before Noah, jeez. So, <laughs> Moses was not before Noah. Oh, get that, get that Jeopardy no, he button. He was not... Noah is in the book of Genesis. Moses is in the book of Exodus. Genesis first, which means the word oh, Genesis means beginning. So you tell me the beginning first, and then. <laughs> so you tell me the chronological order, huh? Moses was not before Noah. Hit the Jeopardy okay. button, okay? Hit it, hit it. I want to hear it. Okay, it's been a while since we heard that. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. how do you not. Do things in chronological order. You tell me the whole Bible is in chronological order. The whole Bible is in order. Nobody okay, knows, let's knows. let's clarify. How do you how do you not say how do you how, how do you put <laughs> Moses before How can you put Moses before Noah? Okay, yes. okay, you, got you your, say you, that Moses you, you came got, before you, Noah. You got your point, but you cannot tell me that the Bible is written in chronological order. That's that's not that's not that's not true. That's not true. It's in, it's in order. Don't, uh, listen, don't even start with me. Listen, that's gonna we're gonna we're gonna well, go no, into no, 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 a because you're starting to start something with me. The Bible is not written in chronological order because even in the New Testament, Matthew, Matthew, Mark, and John, they're all different renditions of the same story so don't tell me it's written in chronological order that's nonsense i am i am talking about in the old testament okay, not, i'm said, not referring to the new I testament said the bible i didn't say just the old testament uh, okay i'm sorry i thought you were referring to the old testament bible bro not the whole not the just the old why are we stuck in the old testament because you cannot have the whole word of god without the old okay, testament but i did not say to you Okay. All right. So, for clarification purposes, okay. there, the Old Testament is in chrono is in chronological order. All right. The New Testament, however, is scattered. Is scattered. Okay. Is not in chronological order. So don't Paul think, wrote. So don't think you can read the whole Bible, all sixty-six books, from back to front, front to back, and get the whole story in one bite. Don't give me that either. So. Paul wrote oh, some see, Paul go. wrote some things in Philippians and then he wrote some things in Romans there then he wrote uh, then he wrote to the Corinthians then he wrote to the church of uh, Philippi which is the Philippians uh, he you know so they so they were not necessarily written at the same time uh, so as far as the New Testament is concerned that is not in chronological order but getting back to what I was going to roast you about okay, okay. well before you get <laughs> roasting okay Check it out, guys. On, live on 
live on the screen right now, we have the phone line. Phone lines are open, okay? Call us, 833-586-6218, 702-483-8004, local number. Give us a call. If you're watching us right now on YouTube or on Twitter, you will see the number on the screen. So you won't have to, you won't forget it. Phone lines are open. I'll live up there for quite a while. So in case you need it, again, if you're listening to us on our radio network, 833-586-6218. Give us a call. You want to talk about something, bring something up. We are open forum tonight. Yes, we do have our word, our baseline. And we are talking about the Bible in chronological order. <clears throat> Not, uh, but we are going to discuss all kinds of stuff today. Don't even, uh, don't even start. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, so what's today, uh, what's today's baseline? All right, today's baseline is. <laughs> well, I want I want you to say the word that you said, okay, so that I can so that I can he's have like, a little fun. He's like a, a tiger waiting to eat a prey. You gave me ammunition before you <laughs> before we even started the show today, okay? <laughs> so. You've got to go ahead and say. Oh. I had to question what I had to say. I've never heard that word before. So, okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay, before we go into that, before we go into that, I've got angles, different angles going here. Okay, I am not going to forget the shout out, Fritz. Fritz, Fritz, Fritz from my father's house. You listening? If you listen at any point when this thing's up, thank you. Shout out to you, much love, brother. Thank you for always being a brother. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for always having a smile on your face. Thank you for always greeting. Thank you for always being that brother. Amen. Amen. Fritz Scanlon, he's an awesome brother in the Lord. I love yes. him. And his awesome wife, Lisa, if she's listening, Lisa, you are absolutely incredible. And by the way, uh, I forgot to thank Lillian Rodriguez, uh, which is Henry's wife. Oh, yeah. Okay. Another, so. another, another awesome person. Awesome. You know, the whole, the whole family over there, I'm telling you, 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 it's rare to find a family that's just that vibrant that full of the spirit and that just smiling you know it's not very not very often you find that and that's you know incredible stuff you know so fritz uh henry much love out there to my my man my my man of all troy boy troy roberts troy boy man I love you brother thank you for always you know reacting online and uh, jesus hugs and you're a you're a blessing, bro. I tell you what, Troy is. Uh, if if you if you ever want anybody to ever go ahead and put a smile on your face, Troy will be the one. That's right, Troy. Troy is a bundle of joy. If you if, know, if hugs were illegal, Troy would be in jail for the rest of his life. This guy, you know, right. you know, I call him Jesus hugs. He's just a, he's just smiling, happy. You know, you it's hard. It would be hard for you not to react to that type of joy. Okay, Absolutely, so Troy boy, much love to you, buddy. I did reach out to him to see if he reaches out to us. Um, I want to know where Miss Melanie's at. Miss Melanie, Miss Melanie, she's where off, are you? She's been off the grid for quite a while. Haven't heard from her. You know, I really wish that uh, Melanie would reach out to us and you know just let give us a, give us a progress report, give us an update. I know you are moving along in your life and so forth. Whether you're still here in Vegas or you move somewhere else, however it may be. Reach out to us. Let us know. Give us a call. You know, let us see our progress on you. Miss Melanie, we love you no matter where you're at. So Absolutely. give us a call. Let us know what's going on with your life there. Um, oh, and by the way there, uh, wait, any more shout outs? Oh, I want to do one more shout out. One okay. more shout out to DJ LA. Oh, DJ LA. 
Oh, wait, wait. We got to give an update on DJ LA. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 that's why I brought it up. Uh-uh. You know what? You know what? Even though I did this on Sunday, I gave an update on Sunday. I got to tell yeah, you right a, now. A regular Wednesday show, you got to let them know. All right. So uh, I got to let you know. Let them know. Let him know what? Let him know. Well, let him let him know what he did. Oh, oh okay. Well, I'm getting ready to do that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Do okay, it. I challenged DJ LA to run up the steps of Rocky. Okay, now, all right. The next day, now he, now he he didn't run up the steps, but he walked up the steps. So you know what? We got to give him. Let's hear it. We got to give him a shout out. Okay, DJ LA man. <laughs> I'm playing yep. it for you, buddy. This is for you, DJ LA. Man, what a what a what a what an outstanding man he is. He took my challenge, man. I knew he was gonna do it. He took the challenge. He did that. <laughs> Come on, wait, wait, wait. We gotta go through the whole thing here. Oh, Jesus, this guy. <laughs> That's right. Much love to you, DJ LA. Thank you for. Uh, Completing the challenge. <laughs> and to all these Philly listeners out there, uh, if they never run up the steps of Rocky, uh, this is for you, okay? Right here. There you go. Ready? Here it goes. You took the challenge. Oh, yeah, he did. He definitely did that. You ran up the steps. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. So shout out to DJ LA. He DJ did LA, it. You, you to complete the challenge, man. You were, a, you were a solid brother. Thank you for being a part of the show. And you were. And again, shout out to you. Much love to you. He's having his uh, his fest here coming up. So you know his uh, his, his uh, deal. So um, much love to him. And hope all the all the, the Lord's success with him. Hey Amen. It was awesome to have him on the show. We absolutely love him, and I, I look forward to having him back on as, uh, well, this, as soon is, as possible. This is you know the last show before we go into a different thing uh, next week. You'll know what I'm talking about. But you know every every guest we had on for the last I must say roughly 40, 40 shows. Okay, we've we've done a lot. We've spoken to a lot. We've had a lot of guests on from all over the nation, different walks of life, different ministries, um, some old school, some new school. Um, I, there's a lot of shows that were really good. We knocked out of the ballpark quite a few different times. Um, amongst the greatest shows of the last 40 shows, definitely Loke Saint rings in that. Loke Saint show was incredible. Uh, Chili Baby show was incredible. Um, Manuel Oliver being a part of our show was, was incredible. Um, DJ I Rock Jesus. DJ I Rock Jesus twice. One with he, you know, that's the funny thing about I Rock Jesus. We have not had him on the full show. He has been. He was on with Manuel Oliver, and he was on with um, with Mike G. Oh, Mike G lit the place oh. up on fire on yeah, Sunday. If, if you guys didn't hear that. I replayed it again on Tuesday during Mike G's segment, his show in the spirit. It's going to be on Encore. You'll be able to hear it, you know, when you go to the website and click it. That show, Pentecost Sunday, last Sunday, a few days ago, was absolutely incredible. It was in, It was just insanely incredible. You really don't get better than that. 
And I didn't mean biggest show of the, of the year because of the people, a lot of people on the air. Biggest show of the year because Mike G delivered a message for the ages. And I knew he, I knew he would. I don't know what he's going to do, but I knew he would. So, um, Mike G, I love you with all my heart. My family loves you with all my of all our hearts. And you are definitely every bit as anointed as, you know, as God has put in my heart. Amen. So, awesome stuff there. Okay, so we got our shout outs out of the way. If I missed you, if NoFlow missed you, give us a call. 833-586-6218. Give us a call and let us know. Hey, you didn't shout me out. Okay, we will perform. You can let us know. Give us give us the word. Absolutely. Okay, so now that we got the shout outs out, we get their networks going, everything's moving. Now let's get to our baseline. Well, I noticed you kind of conveniently skipped over the part that when I asked you to go ahead and repeat the word that you said in the beginning before we got <laughs> on the air. That, uh, that, that's called conveniently conveniently annoying, uh, yes. avoiding. Okay. Okay. Right. So when I, when I put this word together, we got, when God gave me the word for today, okay, um, I must have not pronounced this properly because NoFlo was quick to tell me before the show started that I was wrong. Well, I didn't understand the word. Okay. So when I look at it, when I read it, I read recounsel. Recounsel. That's what re. Council. That's, okay. what, that's what I read. But obviously that's not the case. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh god. Wait. Are we getting ready for it? Yes, are we getting ready do? for it? Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say how do you not say well what well, he's gonna say how do you not say and I'm gonna say okay. the word. Yes, okay. Okay, you ready? Alright, okay. How do you not say reconcile? Recounsel. Thank you. Reconcile. Okay, so reconcile. Okay, not recounsel. Okay, I put a U in there somewhere. I don't know why. Okay, all right. Reconcile. You know what I think it is? I think there's an artist by the name of Recounsel. Okay. That puts a U in it. So I immediately thought that. But anyway, so it's reconcile. Okay, so. Reconcile. All right, so. Okay, so. We are obviously going to go first to the amplified version. Uh, get over it. Let's, come on. Get on with it. I don't know. I enjoyed what doing in the it. world was that? I don't know. I just enjoyed doing it. Okay, stop it. Wait, do it again. Amplified. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Okay, so I put <laughs> huge on that computer screen. Uh, yeah, what? Why do you say uh, use the word huge? Why? Why do you have to insinuate that? Because last time we were on the air, when was that? And you said, "I don't like this. I can't read it right in front of me. I need it right in front of me, not on the screen." Oh, okay. You complained. You you are fussing. Oh, was I? Was I really? You're you're throwing a fuss. Was I really? Yes, you were. So what did I do? I enlarged it to big print, well, so you don't need your glasses. Thank you so much. That was very considerate of you. You know what I don't have on here? <laughs> a baby cry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't got a baby cry on here. I gotta get a baby cry on this board so that when when no flow starts to starts to fuss, I can put a baby cry. On. Oh, whatever. All right. You know why? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so all right. Am I reading goes. this one or are you reading this one? I'll read it. Oh, I, I hope you can. Okay, I can <laughs> see it now. Thank you. Okay. Go all right. Here it goes. This guy. 
Four, if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God. <laughs> what, what, what are you laughing at? Nothing. Go ahead. Nothing. Go ahead. Oh, man. I'm going to start all over again. Yeah, start all over again. All right. Give it, give it, give it. I want to remix. A wiki, wiki, wiki. Yeah, wiki, wiki, wiki. You know what a wiki, wiki, wiki is? Yeah, it's wiki, 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 yeah. wiki, wiki. Oh, gosh. Fussing again. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Here it goes. Okay. All right. So, uh, all right. So, what is this? All right, what's the you scripture can't read again? That? I I can I can see it's che- it's verse ten. Uh, there you go. Thank you. If you roll it down a little bit there, that would oh, be the, great. The, the print is so large. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> All right. So Romans five ten amplified. Romans five ten. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, it is much more certain, having been reconciled, that we will be saved. From the consequences of sin by his life, that is, we will be saved because Christ lives today. Absolutely. And I'm going to let you know, too, as well, when you're on on uh, YouTube, um, I did put both these scriptures in the YouTube description. So, geez, you are you are really on those, aren't you? Dude, <laughs> did you see? <laughs> that's one you drank, bro. Did you, did you see me chug the... the yeah, you're like drinking them like crazy. <laughs> it's a, all right. I'll stick a one. Anybody see it on YouTube over there? Okay, it is a... It's a Let me see it. Let me see it. It's an equate Let me see meal it. replacement, okay? Okay, so here it is, right here. In the camera is one of these meal replacements. See that right there? Yeah. He has been chugging these like like water. First one there, I I, I didn't even stop uh, when I when I started that oh, one. I'm I just swallowed it all the way down. He's sucking it down. Okay, all right, so... <laughs> So anyway, All right. excuse me. That, so anyway, yeah. bottom line is both of these versions are going to be on the description in the YouTube uh, description thing, so you can read them. Um, that was the amplified version, uh, much more meaty, much more protein in that, uh, as he sucks down more of that. <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. Let me just go ahead and finish it off right now at this moment. Okay, there, okay? so why you do that? I'm gonna read it again. So for a while we were enemies, we were. <laughs> reconciled to God to the death of his son it is much more certain having been reconciled that we will be saved from the consequences of sin by his life that is we will be saved because Christ lives today see how much meat and potatoes in that that's just that's just good stuff God, yeah. okay so now 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 that I'm done with this yeah, right here please, I yeah, don't, he okay. gets like five bottles there he gets one bottle of that three bottles of that and two bottles of water this guy is going to be Having a hard time after the after the show. Haven't hit that restroom. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, that's uh, everybody needed to know that. Absolutely, We're, we don't hold no bars. <sighs> All right. Okay. So, so here, here is the <coughs> KG, <coughs> KG dusty old KJV. Man, that thing is dusty. I got dust a lot every time I use it. The funny thing about it okay. is, okay, so like like right now, okay, when you go to our, go here, you see right here in the in the description on here. All right, so. Like the amplified had too many words in it, so I had to put the KJV version in the description. Yes, thank you. So I mean the the Twitter version of this thing. Go ahead. That's the word amplified means it amplifies it Absolutely. with more words. More meat. Okay. So here, here's your your broken right. version. Okay, here goes. For if we went for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled. We shall be saved by his life. So let's discuss this for a minute here. All right. Here's the thing. If we were, when we were enemies of God, 
which we all were at one time, if you've never been saved, if you've never given your heart to Jesus Christ, you are an enemy of God, whether you realize it or not. Now, we were all enemies of God at one time because we were not saved. Now, if we were enemies of God and we were reconciled by the death of his son to God through that death of through the death of his son Jesus, how much more if when we were enemies and reconciled to God, much more being reconciled now and being children of God, should we be saved by his life? So if Jesus was willing to redeem us when we were sinners and just out and out and about louts, okay? No, no <laughs> kidding. Right. Jeez, no kidding. Then how much if he was willing to save us then and bring us into life, now how much more since we've been saved already, should we does he want now how much more does he want us to bring into life? More. So hey, if you give your life to Jesus Christ, there is a whole lot more in store for you than you could ever imagine in your life. An incredible, incredible amount. Well, let's make let's make this clear. Let's let's because this is what's what's missing in today's message. Okay, Christianity does not make life easy. It actually makes life a lot harder. Okay, Christianity makes life harder because the essence of Christianity, true Christianity, is to be selfless. Okay, and we all know we have problems being selfish. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when they say Christianity is a man-made religion, I don't know how that's even the case because everything about Christianity is selfless. You go against your desires, wants, yeah, passions, all that stuff too, for the greater good, for the Lord. Okay, so don't think because you're going to become a Christian that you're going to have an easy life. That is, that is a life in the pit of hell does not happen okay and now today in today's world it is not enough to be a christian anymore hate to break it to you really hate to break it to you but christianity is not enough anymore christianity is tainted okay you can say you're a christian anyone can say they're a christian nowadays the relationship in your heart with the lord is more important you will build to christianity you will build to scripture knowledge you will build to holy spirit prayer you will build to that it's not instantaneous, okay? Don't because you say, okay, can I believe in God? I'm a Christian. Nah, it doesn't work that way, okay? Christianity is not what it used to be in today's society, okay? If you want to know the Lord, get a relationship. Get him in your heart and work on that relationship and earn by sitting there, praying, fasting, going through the scriptures, reading, that's how you accumulate the Christian faith is by learning how to adapt to the lifestyle that God wants you to have, not the sinful lifestyle that you once had. Okay? Yes, you are going to fall. Yes, you're going to have stumbling blocks. Yes, you're going to do things you shouldn't be doing. Yes, you are a human being on this earth. That's what reconciles about. Reconciling yourself. Getting it right. Understanding his sacrifice for your gain but not being selfish with that gain because people get selfish with the gain they get okay you know he died for me so i can just do whatever it is i want to do because he's gonna save me regardless 
No. One save, always save is another ply from the pit of hell. Thank you. Okay, do not think that you get saved one time and you can ride the fence the whole time and hope that you're going to be able to reconcile with him at the very end because chances are you're not going to have that last moment to yell at Jesus. Don't bank on it. Bank on what you have now. Bank on the life that you have now when you have time to get it right. Not when you're hoping that you remember the last second you're alive. You remember, oh my God, I forgot. Jesus, help me. Stop it with that. That's not, that's not, that's not efficient enough. Now, if you are a person who does that, yes, we believe as believers of Jesus Christ that you will have that paradise. Absolutely. But you right now, knowing your faith, knowing where you stand, knowing how you walk, get it right now. Get it right now and walk in the way of the Lord. Don't say, okay, I can do it later. Mm -hmm. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Reconciled now. True. Follow me? True. Makes sense? Absolutely. Okay. And I will say this much to you there, and this is something that's just a reality check there. There are a lot of people in... There are a lot of people in hell that wish they had taken that moment, that chance to accept Christ. Yeah. They would more than gladly go ahead and reverse their decision if they could. Yep. But unfortunately, once you pass away, once you slip out of eternity, uh, out into eternity, it's over. It's done with. Yep. The decision has been made. Yep. You're not going to get a second chance to come back. And, and and do it all over again. So, those that think that they can get it right with God on uh, on on the uh, at the twelfth uh, hour normally die uh, at the eleventh hour. Okay. Yeah. Don't don't bank. Don't yeah. Don't that. take that chance. And not only that, but why would you want to take the chance? Of, I listen. If I want to be. Can I just say this? All right. Yeah, go ahead. We, we, <laughs> Let me just mention this part to you here. That you can sit there and say, well, no flow. What if you're wrong? All right. Oh, you want to go there? Ooh, well, I got, let's, let's. I, I got some let, for that one. Let's, let's just go, go this way. No flow. What if there is no hell and no heaven when I die? All right, fine. There's no, okay, all right, let's just say that it works out in your favor to where there's no hell and no heaven, all right, okay? Now, all right, then you're good. Everything's fine. Everything's all right. You're just in the grave. However, if I am right and there is a heaven and there is a hell, then it's not going to be fun to be you. Do you want to take the chance on me being uh, me being wrong and ignore salvation and say, hey, I don't want to get saved? Or wouldn't you rather go ahead and just be on the safe side of things and say, you know what? I'm not sure if DJ NoFlow is correct, but I'm not going to take the chance because that's a huge chance to take. So let's just say that you give your life to Jesus, and in the end, it turns out that there is no heaven and no hell. 
Well, you know what? You lived a great life for the Lord. You lived a wonderful life for the Lord. Thank God for that. You changed people's lives. However, if you choose to go ahead and reject Christ and live for yourself, and then you die, and there is a heaven and there is a hell, then I'm sorry, but you're in for hell. Okay, I'm going to say this a little more uneloquently. Okay. Okay. Let's say you, uh, you ask me, what makes me right? What makes me believe in heaven and hell? What makes me believe in the salvation of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit? Okay, well, there's a whole lot of reasons why that case, and I can go over a lifetime of stuff that he's already done for me in 43 years of my life. Okay, starting from my birth. Okay, when I wasn't even on earth yet, I was still in the womb all the way until now. There's a lot of stories, a lot of reasons. Okay, however, if you're right, I got nothing to lose because you're already done. Okay, I got nothing to lose. I am living for what I believe is right under his anointing, under his covering. You don't have that. So if you're right, I'm just being a good person on earth. Okay, and I got nothing to lose. There you go. But if I'm right, and there is a heaven and hell, and there is a salvation of Jesus Christ, guess what? Bye bye, baby. You're going to be bomb. You're gone. Goner. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I'm not going to kiss no nagas. I'm not going to do it. Let me just kiss bud. Oh, thank you. I. Okay. I'm not going to do that. This is not about feelings. This is about factual and faith. Okay. You don't get it right. You are to blame for that. And you're going to find that out when you, when your life no longer exists on earth. I'd rather take the gamble that he isn't real and live for him now than not and find out he is real later. Got it. I, I, I don't I, I understand. I, I, I'm hearing amens all over this world right now, so yeah. it's all good. Amen. Amen. So it's basically the, the, the bottom line is, is that, listen, heaven is real. Hell is real. All right. And... If you want to take the and if you want to go ahead and and ignore those things and take the chance that that those things are are are, are not are are not real and find out later that they are real, mm -hmm. then guess what? You're in for uh, you're not not a rude awakening. You're, a rude you're, you're, unfortunately, a you're rude. in for an eternity without Jesus. Exactly. Okay. So we're going from we're going from Romans five ten. Okay. Whether you're following us with the AMP or the KJV, obviously, see, it says, for if we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by death by his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So the note says this verse very closely follows the pattern of the previous verse, but it also contains key changes. Verse 9 emphasizes the legal standing of those who trust in Christ. We have been justified. And we will not experience God's judgment. Is that right? That's correct. Okay, so we've been justified through our faithful Christ, and we will not experience God's judgment. Okay, are you sure about that part? Yes. Okay. Put away, put another away. We have been declared not guilty, and we will not be condemned. This is important to understand since earlier patches have made it clear that we are not in actual fact. 
righteous people. That's in Romans 3.10 and 3.23. So, is that right? We are not righteous in our own, but we are righteous through Christ. Okay, so what this is saying is that by being a believer in Jesus, by having the salvation that he offers and being redeemed and re redone for the most part, okay, we are not going to experience that type of judgment. True. We're justified. That's true. Okay. So, the point of salvation by grace through faith is that we are forgiven and declared righteous thanks to Christ though we don't deserve it. That's true. Okay, you know, I need you to elaborate because there's some things in there that I know people have been taught differently throughout the ages of Christianity and from what that says, there is some miscue somewhere. So, let's put it to you like this. When we were born and we fell into sin, all right, we were guilty before God. We could have no justification to come before God and say, I'm not guilty for this. See, so yes, the Bible says in Romans, in, uh, in, in the book of Romans, that there is no not one righteous for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We are not righteous on our own. So if we come up to the judge and say, judge, I didn't do this. The judge is going to say, but you did. And we have the records to prove it. You are dead to rights. Okay, wait a minute. Let's let's make. I'm not going to make this a theatrical issue because I want the truth of this and the facts. Because people think this is a Disneyland story. Okay. Who is the accuser? Who is the accuser? Who is the accuser? Who's accusing you when you pass on and get the the point of of judgment? Who is the accuser? Well, Satan's the accuser of the of the brethren. Okay, so let because because we're we're because most people, for some crazy reason, and I'm not gonna say crazy as it been out of line because I even thought this, think this is another case of law and order on TV. Okay, judgment is like law and order. Okay, let's get real about this. Is Judgment Day that? presumptuous well we're all going to face the judgment day I, i'm not sure what your what your de okay. what your definition of I'm, presumptuous I'm, is. i'm telling you people think judgment is like the show law and order which means god's up there raining his wrath on you irregardless if you're saved or not satan's over here the prosecutor trying to get you out and Jesus is here, your attorney, trying to get you through. So is, a, that, is that really the case in this situation, or are we just playing Disneyland Law and Order? So the only way that we can that that I can go ahead and adequately describe it is it is is in a form of a courtroom setting. Really? Now, now okay. Is that, is that what it says in the Bible? Does it say that we're going to be in a courtroom setting? It, well, it doesn't say that we're going to be in a courtroom setting there, but to go ahead and and, and have people understand the concept of it there to get it there that's the only way that i can describe it at this moment now is there going to be a uh, a a sidebar there or the and where one person's on the plaintiff's side the other one's on the on the defense okay. there let's, let's look, look, look at it this way okay god and jesus already know what you've been doing they already know 
So you're trying to convince him what he already knows? Well, that's part of our nature to do that. But let me explain what I'm saying here, okay? okay. Let me explain, okay. all right? Okay. So if you get, if you, so, and I'm going to use the quorum setting because this is the only way that I can describe it. Now, if there's another way to describe it, then great. Then that's fine. So what does the Bible say about it? Well, I have to, I can only go ahead and put it in a setting of a courtroom there for it to make sense. Hmm. So, at least that's what I could, that's the only way that, that, that I can do it here. Now, well, if it could be done another way, that's fine. But, here's how it is. We're all guilty of sin. We're all guilty of that. Okay, now, that's all right. Now, when we come before God, and we face judgment on judgment day, and we come before the Lord there, all right? Mm-hmm. This is how it's going to be. And I'm going to use the courtroom setting again for an example. All right. You are dead to rights there, which means that there's no way out of this. You are guilty of what you did. And the accuser, the prosecutor, is going to go ahead and throw every bit of uh, every bit of law that he can against you to go ahead and make sure that okay. you serve. Wait, hold on. Let me let me paint the whole picture mm-hmm. where where. You are absolutely, certainly, without a doubt, going to go ahead and go to jail. Now, the, the defense attorney, which is Jesus Christ, all of a sudden, he's gonna, Jesus is going to say, yes, my client is guilty. But, but, the price has already been paid. The price has already been paid for what he did. So, therefore... Even though he is guilty, the price has been paid. You can no longer hold those charges against him anymore because the justice has been satisfied, justice has been declared, and you and now and now the accuser, the prosecutor can no longer have any more charges, previous charges brought against the defendant because the price for justice has already been paid. And it was paid through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the, the God's only son. That person accepted that sacrifice. That person accepted the, the, uh, the forgiveness of sins. And all of those ordinances that were against him were wiped away by the sacrifice and by the blood of Jesus Christ. And therefore, the defense attorney, Jesus, brings that before the judge, God the Father, and says... The price has been paid. It was my own blood that paid for it. And then the judge looks at the prosecutor and says, case dismissed. You have lost it. This defendant is free because he's been declared free through the sacrifice of my son, Jesus Christ. So that is in a courtroom setting, the way that the gospel is there we are guilty of the sin we can't escape that that's why it says up there and in our own self there is nobody righteous there in our own selves but when we accept christ we no longer operate and work in our own selves we now operate in the righteousness of the life of christ so when we stand before god and he sees us covered in his blood guess what he doesn't see us anymore but he sees Jesus because now we are like him. We are like him. And therefore, when God sees us, he sees his son 
and he has to say forgiven forgiven done all ordinances all writings have been crucified to the cross and been annihilated through Jesus Christ so there's so that is the redemption of Christ in a courtroom setting so that is my only way to describe how it is <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I, I I'm having a hard time with this one I am I'm having a hard time with this one just because if we have taken care of that on earth we have asked the Lord to be in our heart we have asked for salvation we have walked in salvation although we mess up we still get that salvation when we repent this is all done on earth so we won't have to worry about this stuff so you're telling me what you're telling me and I'm what I'm understanding of what you're saying is that where is that at we got law and order happening even though we're saved we're, when we when we die and go before uh, go to be with the Lord, okay, right. So we're it's st it's we're still going to be we're still going to be judged on a crucial level, even though we have salvation. When 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 we go before the Lord and we stand before the Lord, He's going to say, "Welcome, my good and faithful servant." Okay, so what? enter into the joy of the Lord. Okay, so your point is that irregardless if we got salvation or if we still got to go through hell and brimstone to get there. Because everyone's going through the same judgment, right? Everybody, every human living, human being breathing is going to go through judgment, irregardless if you have salvation or not. The, the dirtiness if of all... Listen, when you die, you're either going to face one of two seats. All right? Okay. All right? Now, let me make this clear. Mm -hmm. All right? There's two seats. There's one of two seats you're going to be facing. You're either going to be facing the judgment seat if you're not saved or the mercy seat if you are saved now let me clarify this mm -hmm. you're gonna ask what's the difference right okay here's the difference it's all the same seat however let's clarify this what changes it from a judgment seat to a mercy seat is the applied blood of Jesus if the blood of Jesus has been applied to your life there, then you're going to stand before the judgment seat. I mean, for the, before the mercy seat. If, you're, if the blood of Jesus has not been applied to your life, when you die, you will stand before the judgment seat. So, there is judgment for the sinner who has not accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior, and there, but then there is, and there is mercy for the saint, for the person who has accepted Christ. Let me give you, put it to you in another way. And again, I'm going to be using a judge as an example. Okay. All right. Here goes. If you are going to be declared free and you're walking before the judge, you are not going to be facing the judgment seat because your case has already been litigated. It has already been declared. And the, and the attorney has come to you and said to you, listen, Today, when you stand before the judge, this is what's going to happen. He's going to release you and let you go. And he's going to go ahead and he's going to let you be a free man. We worked it out. 
I talked to the judge and the judge agreed that the price has been paid already, it's been forgiven, and you've been let set free. He's now going to judicially declare you a free man. Now, does the judge have two seats up there? When he gets when he go into the courtroom, does it have one seat for judgment and one seat for mercy? No. He's sitting on one seat there, but the difference between the between whether you're facing the judgment or the mercy seat there is whether or not the 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 price has been paid for what you did and you've accepted that price. Now, you go before the judge there and he says to you, the price has been paid, you've been forgiven, you're good, you are now set free. And by the way, double jeopardy can, uh, there's a thing, there's a, a legal term in the law called double jeopardy, which means that you can never be tried again for those same, for that same charge that they brought against you and released you from and found you forgiven for so just like in double jeopardy when somebody when when oj simpson was declared not guilty let me tell you let me just give you a quick a quick rundown here oj simpson was declared not guilty he could have walked out of that courtroom immediately and said to everybody hey guess what guys i really did do it i really did do it and do you know something it wouldn't have mattered because he was found not guilty for that crime and he was declared not guilty by 12 jurors and he and the moment that he was declared not guilty it was illegal and against the law for him to be retried again for those same things even if he walked out of it and immediately said oh by the way I did do it now the same thing applies here double jeopardy applies in our life too in the spiritual realm when God has forgiven you for something, Satan, although he will try, no matter how hard he can try, he cannot successfully prosecute you again on those things that have been erased and forgiven in your past. Now, if you have not accepted that, if you have not accepted that salvation and you walk into that courtroom, you now know that if you didn't accept the plea deal and the agreement, you are now facing the judgment seat and not the mercy seat and you will face the judgment of what the judge gives you so that's in a that's the only symbolic way i can describe it there so when we go to be with the lord if the blood has been applied in our lives we face the mercy seat if you go to be face jesus and you don't have it you face the judgments now i know <laughs> you're like all right, uh, can I get a breath in edgewise here? Okay. So I'm just saying what people throughout the years have all said in some way, shape, or form. And it just seems like we are, are, are selling a theatrical version of Judgment Day for the rendition of, well, you see what you do with the court system now? Well, guess what? You got a court system in heaven or in Judgment Day. You know, I, 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 I feel it's a bit theatrical. I feel it's a bit, you know, if you, if God and Jesus knows your life and you have the blood of Jesus pouring down your body and in your soul, what in the world do you need to go through an obvious to get to an end? This is just a, this is just a, a symbolic description. I know that when we go before the Lord there, it's going to be welcome 
Come in. Welcome. Okay, so if that's the case, and I and I, I agree with you, for the most part, it's something. Okay, if it, this is this is kind of how what I would put it. Okay, we are not dealing with Dick Wolf's television show right now. Wait, hold on. Dun dun. Dun dun dun. dun. No 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 no. What? Uh, it's dun dun. Law and order. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. That, <laughs> okay, I get you. I hear you. You know? Wait. We're not dealing with that. The, uh, wait, what, how does, what is the, what is the, um, how does, what's the wording that goes for, for the show? Uh, these cases are, are tried by the, um, by uh, the detectives of the uh, Special Victims Unit the, there. SVU. SVU. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, the, that, uh, the special, the special unit, um, the ones are especially heinous are part of the especially uh, especially heinous yeah something yeah, anyways something to that effect but the biggest part to remember about that introduction is dun dun okay there you go yeah that That's part alright so okay the point I'm trying to make to everyone is this okay the Lord already knows where you're going what you're doing because he already knows your life problem is is that we on earth here for some crazy reason want to do something that's even crazier. Oh, <laughs> Okay, are we really... Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Do they have the duh duh at the end? Yeah. Alright, here goes. Oh, they, you know, I, I, they heard it, they heard it. They, they know what it is. I play that because we're talking about this topic and it's an important part of your ending and new beginning. So, how do you feel about taking a five? Taking a five? Yeah. You feel, feel good about that? Why take a five when you can take a ten? ten. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to... Uh, <laughs> did you get it now? You know what I mean? <laughs> don't, don't, don't start. <laughs> don't start with me. Uh, you're so much. <laughs> what? Uh, the, oh, I have to describe it to YouTube. Uh, I mean, well, the, only the YouTube guy, uh, people can see it there. The people that are listening on the internet there, uh, basically, with, well, anyways, what I did was I raised two fists and I said, how about 10? Right. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, that was, yeah. All right. So we're going to we'll do take a five. We're going to take a five. Regroup. We got the, we got the second half of the message to go. Some notes. And uh, hey, if you want to give us a call, do so. 833-586-6218. 833-586-6218. Give us a call and let's uh, let's discuss this. I'm sure you have some pretty interesting uh, opinions about this. Cool? All right. We'll see you in a bit. We'll see you in a bit.
What's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? You're tuned in to The House Party Live Wednesday nights here in Las Vegas, Nevada on the UMO 21.8 Amplitude Network and live on UMO TV on YouTube and Twitter. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. And you are hosted by the one and only. By the one and only who? <laughs> hey. Michael yeah. T-Boy. We the boys. Yeah, we the boys. Yeah. We the boys. Holla. We the boys. Holla. We the boys. Holla. And we making noise. We making noise. Holla. 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 We the boys. Holla. 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 All right, now let's hear it now. Here it goes. With the one and only, your boy, Blue. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I'ma be their motivation. Hard work, dedication. I'ma be their motivation. I'ma be their motivation. Let them hate, let them hate, y'all. I'ma be their motivation. Hard work, dedication. I'ma be their motivation. Let them hate, let them hate. With the one and only! Yeah, 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 yeah. 
just going to let you sing it this time. You gotta get in the ring, you gotta knock the devil out. Ooh, Jesus Christ. That's what you gotta do. You gotta have the power of God to defeat Satan in all that he does. Are you ready? Yep. No flow right there. All the way no flow. Oh, yeah. That's right. The eye of a tiger. My goodness, man. Are we ready for the second half? I sure hope we are. Are we ready for the second round? Man, I tell you. Let's do this. Good stuff, man. Okay, so, again, check it out. We are definitely live here, wherever you may be. We are live Wednesday nights here, 7 p.m. all the way to 9 p.m. If you're listening to us, wherever you may be, thank you for tuning in. If you're listening to us on the 21.8 Amplitude Radio Network on different form, port platforms that we're on, thank you. If you're listening to us or watching us right now live on UMO TV, live on Instagram, not Instagram, on YouTube and on Twitter. So thank you so much for tuning in. Here's a way for you. Appreciate you tuning in to us. Watching us live in the studio, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, we want to encourage everyone, if you want to listen to us or watch us on in the studio, just go to umolv.com and you will see us live in the studio during our wonderful show here. 833-586-6218. Give us a call. We want to hear your opinion and let's discuss it, whatever it can be. Absolutely, man. And if you're listening to us on our Monday or Friday Encore days at 7 p.m. Pacific time, United States time. Thank you for listening to us then. And again, if you listen to us on demand, whether it's a click of a button, listening to us on any platform that we're on after the show is done and, and, and uh, played, thank you. All ears are good ears. Absolutely. Right? So we're, we have been focusing today on our message we want to once you call if you have something you want to add to our baseline today or you have something else you want to bring up we are more than willing to talk about it give us a call no flow let us know what to, what to call 833-586-6218 we want to hear from you so yep. let's do it if you're watching us on umo tv on youtube and on twitter the number is on the screen right now um the 800 number and the local number so you have two choices to give us a call and just talk Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, so since that's been all done, on the screen, on YouTube, on Twitter is the message or the baseline of the day called reconciliation. Reconciled. <laughs> Reconciled. 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 Okay. Yes. Just kidding. Yes. Hi. Nice guy. <laughs> okay. So we've been coming out of both amplified and the KJV regarding this. Okay, and on the, on the screen here, 
it talks about Romans 5.10, which is the scripture we're using. For if, when we were enemies, we were uh, reconsolidated to God. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> reconsolidated? <laughs> I knew you were going to snap. Reconsolidated. He said reconsolidated. <laughs> I knew you were going to snap. Oh, boy. You, you know what? By just, death of his son, yeah. much more being, you know what I'm talking about. We shall be saved by his life. <laughs> what? Okay. Is that a tongue twister for you? For some reason, I just have a hard time with that word. <laughs> I really can't tell you why. Okay. All so, right. Okay. All right. So Go on. anyway, so the first part we discussed. Other thing, we're getting into the law and order, theological stuff regarding Judgment Day. Okay. So we're gonna continue on with our notes. This verse shifts to focus on our personal relationship with God. Those who trust in Christ are. <laughs> I can't say it. Come say, on now. Come it. on now. It's okay, big big boy blue. You can say it now. Recon uh, re 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 okay, let's break it down here. Syllables, okay? okay? In the syllables. Recon. Recon. Siled. Reconciled. Uh, yes. Why is it so hard for me to say that? Okay, so Christ's are reconciled to God by Christ's death. Even though we were God's enemies because of our sin, in order, in other words, Christ's death in our place for our sin made it possible for us to enter into a real and personal relationship. Something not possible without Christ. Before we came to this point, God considered us enemies due to our rebellious sin. Now, He considers us His beloved children. Okay. Wow. That's. That's you know it's, it's a big change it's a it's a, it's a big flip flop. Okay, so what? Have you continue on? I'll I'll continue to read here. I, I don't need my I don't need my glasses for this either. Oh no, kidding, okay. man! It's yeah, like jumbo, extra jumbo size. All right, here goes. Since we were reconciled with God by Christ's death, Paul writes, "How much truer is it that we will be saved and rescued from being eternally separated from God?" and from his angry judgment by Christ's life. This may refer to Christ's sinless life on earth before the, the crucifixion, or it may refer to Christ's resurrection from the dead, which showed that God's justice for our sin has been fully satisfied and concluded. Wow, that's a lot. So, very simply put there, all right, the last Part of that says it all there. God's justice for our sin has been fully satisfied and concluded. Here's the thing. <laughs> we as sinful, we as human beings will never be able to go ahead and pay for, uh, satisfy, how would I say it? We will never be able to go ahead and satisfy the judgment brought upon us. We will never be able to go ahead and satisfy uh, that judgment there that was brought upon us there because of our sins. It took Jesus dying on the cross for our sins, a perfect man, a sinless man, to die for a sinful world so that justice could be met. Yep. And yep. I, I guess, yeah, the word, I, I said the word judgment earlier, I meant justice. So for justice to be satisfied, we can never satisfy that justice on our own. It has to be satisfied through Christ because Christ is, was, and is a sinless person. Yep. That's so it took the death of a sinless person to
to satisfy the justice against sinful people like you and I. Look at this way. He, he was, he's the only human being that lived that had no defects. Absolutely. His, his perfection was defectless. He had no defects. He fulfilled the law. He completed the mission. He did exactly what he needed to do. And his humanity part of him questioned it. Father, if there's another way, let it be. He is humanity questioned it, but his dominion fulfilled it. Incredible. Amen. Commentary on this. Romans 5, 11, 1 through 11 describes the amazing benefits that come with the, the being declared righteous before God by faith in Christ's death for our sin. God has made peace with us. We stand in his grace and we rejoice in the sure hope that we will share in his glory. Our sufferings bring growth, which leads to even more potent hope. God has proven his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We are saved from God's wrath and reconciled to God in Christ. So, again, just more verbiage, more meat and potatoes on this whole point. See, the thing is, is, is that we need to be reconciled with him. Okay, we ain't talking about Hollywood theatrics or Christianity on a woke level. Because woke is not awake. Woke is, oh boy, God just gave it to me. Woke is a burden of yoke. You don't believe it? Look at how society views Christianity. Look how these big mega churches lead the flock astray. I'm not, I'm not saying prosperity is a bad thing on a godly level. I'm saying prosperity is a bad thing when all you do is fill people's heads with it. You see what I'm saying? I do. So let's 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 tap into this one real quickly. I'm a person who looks at prosperity very judgmentally. Okay? Prosperity is like the word love, it's so misused. Do I believe in prosperity? On a humble way, yes. I believe God can do things for you. Faithful of little, much is given. But don't think because you got things and you got opportunities that it's only God doing that. The devil can bless you too. The devil is a master of prosperity. Okay? So, when people say, well, God, no, all blessings from God, that's a bunch of nonsense. Satan can bless you too. He can do a lot. He can do just what God does. That's the reason why he's so powerful. He can do anything God does except for save your soul. Why do you think so many people get away with so much until the end? Satan can bless you. Satan can give you prosperity, give you jewels, give you this, give you that. Only th there's, there's two differences between Satan's blessings and God's blessings. One, God's blessings stick. They hit different. Okay, when God does something for you, it hit different. Don't hit the same way Satan does. Satan gives it to you, he can take it from you. God gives it to you. The gifts of the Lord are without repentance. Okay. Numero uno. Number two, Satan can't save, can't save you from damnation because he's damned himself. God's the only one who can save you from that. Okay. So there's two things very vital to this. And for some reason, people think that all blessings are God blessings. No. No. You can't. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. 
well, you know, this guy, God may know everything, but you also dance with the devil in the pale moonlight too. You know what I mean? Don't dance with the devil if you want God blessings. You tell me every person out there doing wicked things is blessed by God. That's a bunch of nonsense. You're right, and just uh, just to mention this here, that's why you see some musicians. But you know, let's just use this as an example. Mm -hmm. You see some musicians there that get up and they and they're filthy rich, mm -hmm. all right, mm -hmm. but they're living a godless lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They are living a a they're they're living. Some of them are living. Um, some of them are living uh, satanic lifestyles. And you sit there and they go, they got all the money in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you know what? Here's the thing. They've sold their soul. They have sold their soul for that money there. So that comes with a price. Mm -hmm. And the price that they're going to pay for that is going to be an eternal one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. So the, the now the blessings of the Lord, the word of God says that the blessings of the Lord add no sorrow. So when God brings prosperity in your path there, it's going to be not going to be with sorrow. Well, not no, going to be with not going to be with uh, with with uh, with pain. No, not at all. Now, do I do I believe in prosperity? Yes, I believe in prosperity. I believe that it's God's will for people to prosper as long as they keep their eyes on Jesus Christ. As long as they continue to keep Jesus Christ as Lord. I was going to mention earlier to you about I taught was I, I was talking about how long I've been in the ministry. I can tell you the exact amount of dollars that I've been paid in the ministry in the past since I ever started preaching when I was 18 years old. I'm 52 now. Not quite. What would what, you give me that look for? <laughs> 52. You know, me and you are almost exact. Well, almost exactly 10 years apart. Almost. Oh, by the way, um, for all of you out there, my birthday is June sixth, so it's coming up. It'll be hey, this. Hey, get, hey, get, get. No, so, so give them your cash app. <laughs> <laughs> my what? Your cash app. What is that? I know what it is. Okay. Stop it. Okay. I, I know what it is. Prehistoric. I'm, I'm just trying to pretend like I'm really old. Okay. Yeah, no so, kidding. But I started. I started preaching April the uh, April the first of 1988 all right mm -hmm. the amount of money that i've been paid for preaching over the past 34 some odd years mm -hmm. has been 100 dollars and that really wasn't even a payment you sound sour it, i'm not sour about it at all it sounds salty it's not nothing salty about it i'm just simply pointing out that I have never, there's, there's, there's never been a bone in my body that has said I will do this for profit. Really? And there never will be. That is that that I didn't know. No. Okay. That hundred dollars that was given to me was basically because, basically somebody paying me back. So it really, it really evened out. So you, what, you, what you're telling me is again the, the gospel is to be told, not sold. The gospel is to be told and not sold. Okay, I'm so, going to ask you a question about that. All right. Okay, so we're on this topic. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about marketing the gospel? So we come into, well, 
So we come into a reality of this. We live in this world, all right? Mm-hmm. And as we as I discussed last week there with uh, with DJ LA, a workman is worthy of his hire. Now, let me explain what I mean by that, okay? Very simple. We live in this world, people have to get paid. In order for people to be paid, we have to sell something for them to be paid. Now, there's not anything wrong with going ahead and let's say if you're a best-selling author there and you've got a book out there uh, that is uh, touching millions of lives, there's nothing, not anything wrong with being able to go ahead and sell that, okay? What, because you've got uh, the person who printed the book has got to be paid, the person who shipped the book has got to be paid, the person who designed the book has got to be paid, and so on. And not only that, but the company that is marketing that has got to be saved, uh, paid. I mean, no, no kidding, huh? <laughs> paid. Okay. And not only that, but the author of the book there also has got to be compensated for their time and their and their energy in writing that book. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If you write a now, book, nothing wrong with writing a book. Nothing wrong with getting paid for writing a book. Nothing wrong with that. I agree yeah, with you but, on that. But we have to go ahead. If a workman is worthy of his hire, so therefore. That person has to be paid adequately there to be able to do the job of ministering the gospel. Um. You can't go, listen, you can't go fly around the world. You can't go to places in, in other countries there without money. Well, of course not money, so, but is it preset or the God-given? It's, it's, if everybody, let me put it to you this way. If the church, can I say something that's going to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it anyways. All right, here goes. If the church tithed the way that they were supposed to tithe there would be no reason to go ahead and go into things in a business-like manner there would be more than enough money to go ahead and supply every need to go ahead and preach the gospel around the world now because okay we're you, you, you're gonna jump into the tithe topic and the tithe topic is is very delicate with me okay I don't believe in tithing. I believe in offerings. I don't believe in tithing. I don't think God says you have to do anything. God says uh, your heart. Have to and doing out of your heart. Two different things. Okay. We as Christians get stuck in this. We get stuck in this financial crutch. Okay. We have to. We have to. We have to. We have to. Uh Uh-uh. No boy. Not the case. Tithing is an Old Testament strategy. Offerings is what is going on. If I hear the word tithe, then I'm like, oh, great, here we go again with this bondage. So let me go ahead and make this, let me go ahead and mention this, okay? All right. Here's the thing. If you have to do it, then you, then go ahead and have to do it until you want to do it. Really? Because. Okay, that now mean you have something we differentiate on. Okay, so when will you ever get to the point of where you want to do it? When God puts it on my heart to do it. Okay, so are you going to be in full agreement with the Lord when he does that to you there? Or are you going to be, are you going to be reluctant to do it? For, for 20 plus years of my life, I've been very, very happy to give when God puts it on my heart. So you mean that you've never gone ahead and been reluctant to do something when God has told you to do that? I didn't say that. Come on now, come on. I didn't say that, but you're not going <laughs> to okay. tell me I have to. Okay, my point being is this, okay? You tell me we got a prod somewhere to get the money. If we're talking about tithing, okay, 
Tithing is not where, oh, I really, I yes, God would love to go ahead and have a cheerful giver. But okay. he'll also take one that isn't cheerful, too. <laughs> okay. That sounds like the whole philosophy of uh, we'll take stolen money and just baptize it. I don't get where you're saying, where they where you're coming for, uh, okay. on with if, that. If you have to push someone to do something, is it really godly? It depends. Do I? Let me ask you this, okay? All right. So... There's, there's two things under, uh, 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 we're going to use the law as an example again here, okay? Okay. All right. The law says you cannot, you cannot murder. Now, all right, that is not a, you cannot murder unless you really want to, okay? But that's in both law and the God law. It, it's, I, it's in both laws. My point is, is that there are rules, there, that there, there, my point is, is that there's, that there are laws that are set in motion there that are not going to bend to how you feel. Okay, so where's the law about having to give Lord the money against your will? Where is that law at? So, so here's the thing. You can go ahead and obey the uh, and obey the word of God and give in tithing or offerings, whatever you want to call it there. Okay. okay offerings. Okay. All right. Okay. And you can enjoy those blessings. Now, if you don't want to go ahead and tithe, that's your option. You don't have to. But the law of tithing is not going to work on your behalf. So the law of tithing is in the New Testament? The law of tithing is in the... Is, uh, Old is, Testament. It's, it's mentioned in the Old Testament. It's, it's in the Mosaic wait, Law. hold on. No, it's not in the Mosaic Law. Well, where is it at then? It's in the Abrahamic Law, which came before the Mosaic Law. Abraham tithed unto Melchizedek. When Abraham tithed unto Melchizedek there, the Mosaic law hadn't come into being yet. But it went right into it, didn't it? The, the, the law of tithing came before the Mosaic law. So therefore, it's not under the Mosaic law. When the Mosaic law passed, the law of tithing was not under that. So therefore, the law of tithing still goes into effect. It still comes into effect. But the whole thing is, is that we shouldn't be arguing about what we should be should we be tithing or should we not? I believe in tithing. Now, have I been faithful in tithing all my life? I'm going to tell you right now. No, I haven't been. Okay. Now, you cannot go ahead and agree with that with tithing and say I don't want to be a part of it. Fine. Then the law of tithing is not going to go ahead and work on your behalf like it should. It's very simple. It's like a man. It's like a farmer in a field standing in a field there and says well i don't believe in the law of sowing okay well fine if you don't believe in the law of sowing then you're not going to reap the benefits of sowing because you're going to be looking at an empty field uh, for the rest of your life and you cannot believe in it whether you believe in it or not it it's still going to work either for you or against you so if you don't want to go ahead and uh, if you don't want to go ahead and sow your sow in your field fine all right you know what? The concept of, of sowing is going to work either way. If you don't sow the seed, it's not going to produce. So it's going to work in that way. Or if you do sow the seed, and it does, it, it, everybody knows that when you sow a seed, it works. If you cultivate it and treat it right, guess what? It's going to work either way for you there. You don't believe in it? Fine. You won't ever receive, you won't ever see uh, the uh, your your fields uh, with uh, with with fruits and, and wheat and so on. If you do sow it and you till it and you take care of it, then it's going to happen. 
So the law of tithing is the same thing. If you don't believe in it, then it's not going to go ahead and but work so, for you there. Sowing seed is a blanket statement to both. Whether you tithe or whether you offer, that's why they put it in both situations. Well, if you want to call it an offering, then that's fine. Right. If you so want to call... That's the point I'm trying to make, though. Okay. Potato, potato. Okay. People are so funny about money now because everything costs so huge in price okay that thanks to somebody um in the white house yeah well, that's we, okay go ahead you know the white house is really tainted <laughs> but um the point is before we end the show before before we get to the end thing is this okay either whether or not you call it a tithe you call it an offering it's still a financial or a gift of yourself in some way of value it don't have to be money it could be your time it could be something else okay we just go to money because it's the most powerful part of our lives, okay, other than God. So, sowing seed, irregardless of what you call it, is important. You sow seed, you're going to reap the harvest, or you'll see the harvest being reaped, okay? It's not about forcing anyone. It's not about pulling your arm, twisting your leg, twisting your arm. You want to see the benefits from giving to the Lord, sowing seed into the kingdom, you will. Regardless of what you call it. Okay, I choose to call it an offering. Because to me, an offering sounds so much more open and faithful. Tithing sounds so, so formal. So you still believe in giving, but you're just calling it an offering and not a tithe. Right, I'm, I'm taking, okay. I'm, I'm taking it's, like, it's like saying a curse word, but saying an alternative word. Okay, I'm not going to say the word. I'll just give you something else in return. Okay, got it. All right. Okay, just because I don't want people to walk around saying I have to. The only thing you have to do is pay taxes and die. Yeah, you don't want to get on that subject, you, okay? <laughs> pay taxes and die. Yeah, we're 10 minutes. I'm not going to do that. You know, I, I, I just want to throw this out here all just right. real quick. All right. All, right. all right. Just as a little joke, I think that, I think that the national elections... All right, like the presidential elections, mm -hmm. or actually any election, mm -hmm. should be held on April the 16th. April the 16th. You know why? Uh, I know that. Because when you've done paying the bill on April the 15th for all the lies that the politicians have told you, the next day it's going to be very fresh on your mind, that check that you wrote, okay, to the government. And you're going to have that on your mind there when you go up and vote. And you're going to remember what the guy said and what actually you had to pay for. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yep. That's it. That, 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 that's, his, that's his piece of wisdom. <laughs> In conclusion, Romans 5 begins with describing some of the benefits that, that come with being declared righteous by God because of the faith, our faith in Christ. We have peace with God and we stand with His grace. We rejoice both in hope and in God's glory and in our temporary suffering. We have hope that we will not disappoint because God has already proved his love for us. Paul then compares the work of Adam in bringing sin and death into the world with the work of Christ and in dying for sin in order for to offer God's free gift of grace in all who believe. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. God's, so, go ahead. No, what I'm saying is, is that God's free gift of grace is to all who believe. That's right. So we, we have to recount, re reconcile. We have to be. It has to be done. All those out there who may be lost, maybe, you know, you may you may be wondering, you may be going over this in your head, you know, 
the things you've been through, life you've been through, ups and downs, twists and turns, the things you've decided to do because you've dealt with something so horrific or so crazy. You know, you watch TV, you see people confused. The society is confused. They don't know which gender they are. There's, the corporations are, are pandering to confusion and, 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 and twisting our kids' brains up. We have to have this. We have to get back to the roots, stick to the script. We don't, we're not trying to make a profit. We're trying to make a P-R-O-P-H-E-T. We're trying to make profits. We're trying to get people out there to be discipled and to be able to spread, be fruitful, and multiply. Those are the type of things we're trying to do. So by this show and by the whole station, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, people, you have to get yourself together. You have to learn that the Lord is only there to help you. He's there to aid you and to forgive you. And for that being said, no flow, lead them. So the last line of this uh, of the study there is very is, uh, it says this that Paul then compares the work of Adam in bringing sin and death into the world with the work of Christ in dying for sin in order to offer God's free gift of grace to all who believe. Listen, above and beyond everything that we've been talking here about, we've covered a lot of things. All right, we've talked about tithing we've talked about this and that the biggest thing that we've talked about there is is that is that as as human beings we have all sinned we've all fallen short of the glory of god and we need to have forgiveness in our lives now there are a lot of you out there that have uh, that know that you need to be forgiven for your sins maybe you sat there and you said i can't be forgiven for what i've done but uh, no flow Boy Blue, you have no idea what I've done. Listen, I'm talking to you right now. I want you to know that it doesn't matter what you've done and it doesn't matter where you've been and it doesn't matter where you're going. The gift of God is for you today to accept. There's no such thing as you've sinned too much to be saved. Jesus loves you. He has put every roadblock in your way to stop you from going on in an eternity without him. He's tried everything he can to reach you there, to say, no, don't go this way. Let's go ahead and do it my way here. So take that opportunity, take that, take, look at his love and his grace and his mercy and say, I want to receive his love and grace and mercy in my life. I want to be forgiven for my sins. Is it possible for me to be forgiven for my sins? And the answer is, yes, it is. If you're alive, if you're standing six foot above, uh, above the earth and not six foot below it, you have a chance. You, if you are within the sound of my voice right now, there's somebody that I'm speaking to now that is listening to this and going, I, I don't think I can be forgiven. Sir, whoever you are, you can be forgiven. There's somebody out there that is hearing this right now, and I'm speaking to you. You can be forgiven, sir you can be declared righteous before Jesus. It doesn't matter what you've done. God's grace and mercy is big enough to forgive you. God's love is big enough to go ahead and carry you through and bring life to you, bring love to you. And that is, that is what Jesus is all about. 
there's some of you out there that have heard that uh, you've heard the judgment of God and we've talked about the judgment of God here but you haven't heard of the mercy of God and the love of God the mercy seat of Jesus Christ that comes through accepting his sacrifice for you while he has mercy for you and I want to tell you right now if you're that person that is listening to me now at this moment and you want to know you want to be forgiven you want to feel forgiven then you have to give your life to Jesus Christ you have to say you've got to say Jesus come into my life Jesus come into my life if that is you right now I want you to say this with me get ready because I know you know what I'm specifically speaking it's odd as I'm sitting here I know I'm specifically speaking to one person yes this message is for everybody but there is one person out there that needs to hear this sir and you need to pray this I want you to say Jesus Jesus I give you my life I give you my life forgive me of my sins forgive me of my sins cleanse me cleanse me make me a new person make me a new person Jesus Jesus come and live come and live big inside of me big inside of me I want you to Lord I want you to Lord I give you my life I give you my life I lay down everything I lay down everything for you for you all of my burdens all my burdens all of my wrongdoings all my wrongdoings all of my rebellion all my rebellion and I take you Lord Jesus and I take you Lord Jesus as my Lord and Savior as my Lord and Savior wash me clean in your blood wash me clean in your blood forgive me Lord forgive me Lord I will live for you I will live for you from this moment forward this moment forward now I'm gonna just pray a quick prayer over who are those who prayed okay Jesus touch them make them real make make yourself real to them in their lives demonstrate your love to them Lord God in ways that they could never even imagine or think of Lord Jesus reach them where they're at right now and bring them to, to your presence and your glory in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah beautiful yeah if you if you said that prayer and you've gotten born again we believe that hit us up umolv.com or you can give us a call on the screen number's there 833-586-6218 um, you get to that hit number three that's our prayer and our testimony line leave us a message let us know um, and we'll reach back out to you and give you some good uh, good information so you can continue and be strong in the Lord, man. Great show, man. Awesome stuff. Amen. You know, Romans 510, bro. Some good stuff. And I want to also just say this. For those of you out there that have accepted the Lord, go out there and share your faith. Share your faith with others, whether it be in the schoolyard, whether you be in grade school, whether you be in high school, or whether you be in college, whether you be at work, wherever. Share the gospel of Jesus Christ with everybody that you come across. Absolutely. Because you could change lives and you could change the world. With discernment, we can move mountains. So, do so. Amen. No flow. anything you want to add before we end? Jesus is Lord. Beautiful thing. Check it out. Next week, next Wednesday, we're going to have a special show, special guest, special segment. It's going to rock and roll next week. Make sure you stay tuned. Again, we're on Fridays and Mondays, our encore presentation. Definitely tune into that. And like I always say after every show, Pentecost, because he paid it at, at all costs. costs. Much love to you guys. We'll see you next week. Love ya.
Bye.